0: What's up in the background, what? Hello, and welcome to the Oblivion Song Podcast. This is a monthly show where friends gather around and talk Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo de Felici. We are your hosts, Bill.
1: I'm Ryan. And I'm TJ. You can follow us on Twitter at Oblivion Podcast. You can email us at the Oblivion Song Podcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Facebook. We're streaming pretty much anywhere, uh, and we are also the Invincible Podcast, so if you're enjoying the show or the, the comic you can uh, join us for some Invincible talk over there. So uh, this issue, this is, first of all, uh, episode 33, issue 33. What a coincidence. Hmm. And yes. hmm. it got delayed. It was supposed to come out like the beginning of April. So it, it's been a little while since we've been here.
2: So, it doesn't uh, feel like it, though,
3: does it?
1: I think it's because we also did invincible not too long ago and wasn't
2: it that um last month was like a shorter month or something it no it was, a lo- it was a longer month oh it, it, was, right. a it was a longer month, month, month. for invincible
1: yeah. and, In- and oblivion song podcast huh. Yeah, weird
2: yeah. weird mm. but yeah mm. been doing okay how about you guys
0: phil been doing great i mean summer's almost over so i'm starting to feel that like that existential dread you know of now it's going to be cold but
2: I feel like you always get that more than anyone else that I know that that feeling of school starting soon.
0: Yeah. Even you just saying it like it's you know what? It's so bad. Like some people feel that way, like where the weather start, where it's like that first cold night and you're like, ooh, it feels like schools tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like I get that. Right. But I also get anxiety when I see back to school clothes shopping commercials like Old Navy and like kids are like dressed in their preppy clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like anxiety, like, oh, fuck, I, I don't have any cool clothes and I have school tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I, I was going to say? And I thought that you were going
1: in the direction of you getting anxiety because you're the only the, th- the only one of the three of us that has, that has kids and has to deal with all that stuff. Oh. But I was going to say that I still feel like I went just Ryan saying like school is coming up soon. I feel like I have like a little bit of anxiety just remembering yeah. what it was like to feel that. I don't when get I it anymore. Kid, like, I
2: used to, but you I don't don't, get it don't feel any- it. No, you don't wake up some mornings a little bit earlier
0: than you normally do and go outside and it feels like school and you're like, Oh fuck. I have to brush my teeth. And like, I have homework that I didn't do.
2: No, right. you know what? Like you know what? Bad. And I know teeth. why and, you, and, feel that, way. that got replaced because you know, I've been, Doing my job now for <clears throat> over ten years, and so I go outside, and the first like cold cold day or night of summer, and I think harvest, like it's time, like that is my my year is leading up that to that. Sense. So I picture, I, freak I picture
1: out Ryan like in a in a field with a cup, like
2: dude, it's I <laughs> it's time it's time it's he time.
0: Had a cup. <laughs> he had a cup in his
2: hand yep um that's what it's like
1: but yeah i mean even even i still get that anxiety just from talking about school even though i have woken up earlier than i did going to school for i can't even remember i don't even know how long but i still just get that like dread of like waking up early
2: in the morning and having homework and i never hated that that was never a, a something I hated about going to going to grade school or anything. I, I I liked waking up and like watching TV and eating cereal and then getting on the bus. I like what a school. nerd! Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Didn't you, like every pretty much every single morning when I I was a student, I woke up and I had not done what I was supposed to do. I mean, like, that was probably the last couple of years
2: of high school, up, maybe.
0: Dude, it was my entire school career. So yeah. every day feels like that. Every school day feels program. like. Oh shit! I have to somehow do this book report mm-hmm. on school bus. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh,
2: we will have we will have been out of school for twice as long than we will have, than we spent in it. That's a weird feeling. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're old. So.
1: So, uh, yeah, we are the Oblivion Song Podcast, and we have some Oblivion Song related news. Uh, first of all, is there I will start news? By saying...
3: Is there any news, yeah, DJ? I, don't, I don't know. There's some news.
1: Huh. There's, some, there's some really good news that we're going to save for the last of the Oblivion Song news, but we'll get to it. First of all, book two of uh, oh, the hardcover book have two came out uh, for Oblivion Song, and of course it's amazing. And the the hardcovers are the way to go, man, just because,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like Invincible, everything in the back, all the like behind-the-scenes stuff, and I love that... Everything in the back, all the writing, is just commentary between Kirkman and Lorenzo talking back and forth to each other, just like, you know... um, It's just like a transcribed... uh, Just like Sean Mackiewicz and Kirkman do in the letters column. Yeah. So it's just really, really cool. They're talking about the designs and stuff. There's a lot of, like, really cool behind-the-scenes stuff. And, uh, like, covers... um, What is it called? Like... um, like, early stages of, of what the covers were and what they became, and, um, yeah, it's, correct it's me, awesome.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't the back of issue one kind of like a little sketch section with some stuff? Of issue I one? don't
1: know. I think, I, th- I think was was it issue one, or was it the giant size?
2: I think it was issue one. The giant size was, was black it? and white, and I don't think that had all that stuff in there. But what okay, I'm I getting mean, at is, I'm very excited for the hardcover book, too, because I feel like the majority, if not you know, at least some of the back matter material in hardcover book one I had seen before. So whether it was in issue one or something else, I don't think it was in the first trade, but it was um, it was some stuff that I had seen previously. Um, but that's why I'm mostly excited or more excited for a book, two because it's yeah. I'm hoping it's, it's going to be a lot of stuff that I haven't seen.
1: Yeah, I think it will be.
2: Cool. That's so. neat. Can I see the back? Mm. I haven't seen the back. I saw the oh. front where it's uh the faceless it's the man. Same
1: type of thing as the nice. Yep. Yeah, as the first one. Cool. Very cool. It's got the, like the double O Oblivion Song logo. Mhm. Um next, not really Oblivion Song related, but I just want to throw this out there which I thought was kind of cool. Uh some casting news for an upcoming Kirkman movie which is Nicholas Holt is starring in uh Runfield. Cool. That's being created by uh by uh Kirkman and Chris McKay who did all the Lego movies and he did Bill the Tomorrow <laughs> War.
0: Oh, I was watching that as like as I got when we started this. I was watching hmm. it right beforehand.
1: And I think that's going to be cool to see like Kirkman on do something in like movie form that wasn't something that he first. It's put not an.
2: It's not adaptation. I, mean, exactly. I don't think it is. And Nicholas I know, Holt.
0: That's um. He's I don't a know beast, if it is. right?
2: Yeah, he's a yeah, beast beast awesome. in the X Men movies. He's he awesome. also in he's Mad so Max, great. right? Yeah. As yeah. Oh what a
0: lovely day. Oh
2: yeah. man. That yeah. yeah, Nicholas Holt is great. He's, yeah, he's awesome. he's awesome. So is he so playing I that, Renfield?
1: They didn't say, but I'm assuming he's Renfield. Is yeah. That's so if cool. you don't know what Renfield is, Renfield is, um, uh, fucking like this. Yeah. Like the side, but his, it's like his sidekick or his assistant his or something like that. Assistant. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Thank you. So,
2: yeah. I I'm not sure a, if that's a, if that's, I mean, I I feel like I've heard people talk about him as though it was a character in lore. Um, I'm not sure where that lore originated, whether it was a comic or a book or something, but, um, I kind of like not knowing very much about it. That is a very cool concept, uh, and I think that's something that Kirkman will handle really well. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna huh. be sweet. Um, so also,
1: uh, Kirkman had like a kind of a solo panel thing uh, at San Diego Comic
2: Con oh um, where he talked about gosh, it Gosh, a- yeah. that felt like months ago. It was. We haven't like recorded since ago, then.
3: But,
1: yeah, yeah. I think wow. it was like a that was like a week after we recorded. Wow. So, yeah. So Kirkman talked about, he talked like quite a lot about Oblivion
3: Song. Yeah, he, he did. talked
1: about uh, how much the book has changed over the years, starting out as just a guy looking for his brother in an alternate dimension um, to this, like, and it's like evolved into this now, like all out alien invasion story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was cool, like kind of coming from him. Someone asked him if there were some Oblivion Song movie news, and he said, no. He said uh, some very exciting things are happening behind the scenes that he wished that he could tell us about it, uh, but has to wait until things are solid and completely nailed down. And then, a month later, almost to the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was yesterday, um, we find that fucking Jake Gyllenhaal is attached to this movie and is going to be producing and starring in the Obliv- in the Oblivion Song movie. Yeah this yeah. is fucking insane
0: yeah that's great huh. do you think in his research in the comic book he's going to come across our podcast do you think jake gyllenhaal has heard our voices <laughs> i mean no. he's got
1: to do the research and he's a he, i think he's a method actor so i think he digs in
2: yeah i
0: think
1: or, he digs in or that's
2: the opposite or that's the opposite he's not going to listen to <laughs> some, three three he's just three, gonna three them, schmucks right? tell him exactly what his character is <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah, pretty we, cool we get jake gyllenhaal on the show I mean yeah I I haven't seen Um, Jake so other than um, Mephisto was the not Mephisto Jesus Mysterio was the first um, first time I had seen Jake Gyllenhaal in anything since uh, not Love and other drugs oh no Prisoners
0: wow that was with Hugh Hugh Jackman.
2: Jackman yeah that's a that's a not too old of a movie that's he did like, like a dozen things between that and Spider-Man, though. And I didn't see a lot. And I, I know, TJ, I know I should have saw Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, Nightcrawler,
0: Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, that's right. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler so came good. up before that.
2: Before so Sp- it, it
0: was.
1: Before what? It was before, before Spider-Man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, just bear with me because it was reported out by uh, Deadline.com.
2: Um, it, was it Hollywood J- Reporter? Was it? Oh, somebody else probably oh, picked it up, but I, I always feel like Hollywood Reporter is the one the that one reveals that was, was deadline. Yeah. No, that's all good. I was just wasn't sure.
1: Um, Oscar nominee, Jake Gyllenhaal is set to produce and star in Oblivion Song, a film based on the acclaimed series of graphic novels by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. Jake Gyllenhaal will produce with River Marker along with Kirkman, David Alpert, Brian First, and Sean First of Skybound Entertainment, which we all knew. We knew that before. Uh, River Marker says, said, uh, we're thrilled to, part with, to partner with New Republic and Skybound on Robert Kirkman's mind-blowingly captivating series. When faced with a cataclysmic event that uh, permanently alters our lives, come on, Oliver, go on. Uh, what would we choose to save? Just as Kirkman did with The Walking Dead and Invincible in Oblivion Song, he's created the potential for a franchise that is profoundly entertaining and the perfect opportunity to explore big questions we're rec- we're reckoning with globally, Kirkman said. We're we currently we couldn't be more excited to find such great partners in New Republic and Nine Stories. Both companies have a tremendous reputation for premium storytelling at the highest level, and we can't wait to see Jake bring this character to life on the big screen. We are so fortunate to have assembled a team that is as passionate about the co- this comic as we are. It's fucking exciting. I
3: can't That's wait. That's really
1: cool. That is so really great. in June of 2019, so over two years ago, this movie was announced, and we did an episode where we talked about potential casting. And we went over all, we each made our own list, and mm-hmm. uh, Bill, you brought up a list of, like actors 35 to 40, and you were like, this is what I think Nathan would be, and you started naming names, and you brought up Jake Gyllenhaal, and I was like, oh, he's on my list. And Ryan, you brought up uh, a couple actors, and Bill, you and I took our top actors. We had four of them. And you asked me, you said, based on, you know, if I had a gun to your head and I has, has, <laughs> asked you to choose, uh, who was it? Casey Affleck, Ryan Gosling, oh, yeah. Jake, Gyllenha- Jake Gyllenhaal, and fuck who was the other one uh the other one was chris pine
3: Mm. that
1: we talked and if i could choose anybody who would it be and i said my number one person would be jake gyllenhaal Mm -hmm. and ryan you chose a bunch of indie actors and you said the reason why you were choosing like indie actors like you said um casey affleck you said uh somebody from yeah he would have been cool too but uh you said somebody from game of thrones and you said the mm. reason why you went more indie was because it almost seemed selfish to go after big blockbuster people cuz and we agreed with you like it it's just not going to happen it just doesn't <laughs> seem like you know what i mean and yeah. it's crazy that we actually did get that yeah yeah we did I, and I, I think that I'm jake so Gyllenhaal hall is
2: just the right caliber of actor too you know what i mean like and and like looking at the 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 roles he takes and everything like that and um he is a great actor he's a nominated actor he's also somebody that can be in an mcu movie you know what i mean like he he can fit in all those those roles i just looked up uh uh nine stories productions just to see what kind of movies they were doing and i don't think i've seen any of these yet uh uh they did do a couple with jake gyllenhaal if not several um wildlife and stronger but they just look like the kind of studio that this movie will fit i think that this Str- is
1: strong stronger with Jake Gyllenhaal
2: was a very good movie was it I think yeah. that I think this is going to be um I'm trying to think of a movie on this scale I are you say thinking that,
0: more of an are you are you thinking it's going to be more of an indie-ish
2: kind of not indie-ish not low, no. and not even low budget but it's I think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be like a huge oh you know I agree. What I'm saying I'm yeah. I'm trying to think of comps and I can't. Um
1: one thing that I will say though is that they said that this is the that um uh, New Republic and 9 Stories this is the that they did like recently did like this huge partnership and mm-hmm. kind of combined combined with each other and uh it says Oblivion Song is the first project announced under the first the first look deal between New Republic and 9 Stories and they have since since announced more since then uh mm-hmm. first look deals with Kate blanchett and andrew upton's dirty films. Whatever, like so a24 on.
2: kind of movies like big I but not so, yeah. like you know crazy like a little less in between a24 and the martian you know what i mean like somewhere in that realm where it's like this is going to be a movie that people will have heard of but this isn't going to be something enormous which i kind of like i think this is going to think yeah. what, I think gonna work i think it's going to work really well in that space
0: uh, mm. is there a sci-fi movie that you know that is kind of that like in that bracket i mean tj
2: just said the, the what was it tomorrow war i mean i know that was
0: tomorrow war is classified I, in my opinion is like big budget it is but
2: it's streaming so it's kind of weird in that in that space but i could see it being something like i that, think though i think other than it being like it coming out and being huge i think it's going to be at, at around that quality
0: yeah but mm-hmm. i don't think the scale maybe i'm thinking of like scale like i I think think, i think they're gonna make it really like um like personal and not like big and huge oh that's what i want that'd be cool yeah well well, here's well you don't think think it's no
2: i'm saying i want it to be personal i want it to be small
1: yeah i think i think I think they're going to try to make this as big production as they can because I'm going to reread. Well, of course, every River movie Marker I think said. is
2: going to try and make it as big a production as possible. But, but, I... but here,
1: but here's why I'm saying this. Okay. I'll reread this sentence by River Marker. Mm-hmm. Just as Kirkman did with The Walking Dead and Invincible, in Oblivion Song, he's created the potential for a franchise
3: mm-hmm.
2: that is
1: profoundly entertaining.
2: Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do three, this. It's, th- it's a trilogy. Each I think they're
1: going to want it to be.
3: Mhm. Yeah.
2: So what did New Republic Pictures do? Cuz again, I feel like the last one was a little bit more of indie type movies. I'm trying to find New Republic and this was the one that did um Tomorrow War, Am I right? No, Chris McKay,
1: the director of the movie did Tomorrow Got War. Got it. Okay. I I didn't see anything for for New Republic. I didn't really dig into that. But... Yeah.
2: Either way, very exciting
1: yeah i can't i i can't believe we got I, uh... like literally i like jake gyllenhaal i and i said this i said this when we talked about him before mm-hmm. i think he might him and jake him and leonardo dicaprio have always been like my two yeah favorites in in hollywood i think i think like when you look i mean maybe i don't know maybe it was nightcrawler that made me like really like since nightcrawler you've with, you've really
2: liked him yeah
1: oh my gosh it's
2: like. I, I think just, um
1: especially especially now i recommend you guys really watching that for sure yeah
2: i uh I, f- I feel like as exciting as this is and i know this is a good sign and there are things in motion it's like we do have to remember that just because the oh, yeah. name is attached and a studio is attached <laughs> you know like we know firsthand that that doesn't necessarily mean things are happening anytime soon but for sure, there is movement, which is really, really exciting. And Kirkman knows and, you know, they all know that. And and even like he said at the panel, like he doesn't want to announce things until things are nailed down. Like all the right. fact that this is even being announced means that it's this was probably been in the works for so long like so many things mm-hmm. you know fell through worked out fell through worked out like things change like the fact that this is being announced means that this is you know solid which is really exciting that things are actually yeah. that serious it's there isn't the frustration of who's going to pick up this movie anymore like this is picked up this is has forward momentum which is really cool
1: i will say that one thing that is kind of exciting on that front though is what you were saying Ryan that these studios, it's not like Paramount Pictures. You know what I mean. I think that they're going to have some kind of priority to this movie. I agree with that. You know what I mean? With I that agree being with that. like the first thing that they've announced for this new uh, it collaboration,
0: needs to, it, it needs to be a success. Otherwise, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, a question I feel like we've asked before, and I'm going to ask again: Will this movie come out before the Invincible movie? One hundred per thousand.
1: One thousand. I'm still you you know what's funny because I I re listened to that episode uh-huh. that we talked about Oblivion song, Did I ask you know? that then? And we, we talked we I think I did I did, but yeah, we discussed it and uh we talked about like yeah, Seth Rogen's just on so much stuff right now and like Ryan, you were like one thing that's promising is that he is attached to the animated series, so he's gotta like know about it and he'd be working on it and then Bill brought up his IMDV and was like, it doesn't even say that, that he's Attached to the Invincible movie. And you were like, oh, really? I looked it up. It still doesn't say that he's on Invincible. Yeah. Obviously he is, but it's still like, it's I don't know. It's weird,
2: yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see if uh, Jake Gyllenhaal ends up being attached. Let's see if it even shows up on IMDb or, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know if things show up on IMDb until they're in the stage following that, but who knows. All right. Exciting stuff. Uh, uh.
1: Uh, it's on there. Come on,
0: Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Jake Gyllenhaal. It's yeah. it, Oblivion song is on in development under think, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think. I
0: think IMDb <laughs> is kind of like. Isn't it kind of like Wikipedia where yes. people can edit it and stuff? Yeah, yeah. we kind
2: of own it. Yeah. 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 I mean. How, if, I, I can... mean, IMDb for a very long time said that Zazie Beats was playing robot. So keep that yeah. in mind. Anytime yeah. we talk about things on IMDb, and multiple and duplicate were. Or no, dropkick and fightmaster were played by someone. Uh, Oliver was cast in, in the Invincible animated series, according to IMDb, for like months, for months. Oh yeah,
0: the girl. It was the the girl was cast as dropkick and whoever else. Oh
2: yeah, it was and, it was. And, and who she actually was? Katana was the photographer, or Katara?
0: The the photographer in that one scene where Green Ghost is yep. getting her pictures taken.
2: Yep. That's it. That Any, one scene. Anybody can edit it, man so yeah um
1: one thing that uh our friend mike carter said on twitter that i thought was kind of a cool idea was he said that i'm looking forward to hearing what the faceless men sound like
2: oh yeah that's a great point that is just i
1: like thinking of like it's exciting jake gyllenhaal is going to be you know nathan which that's another thing like no no one said he was nathan he could be ed I'm yeah, sure he's Nathan. Though. He's I'm Nathan. sure he's Nathan. He's Nathan. But, yeah. but, uh, the sound. But seeing the faceless men. Yeah. In live action.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... This 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 story is going to work so well as a trilogy. It's going to work so yeah. well as a trilogy. Yeah, it it's each book and each thing, you know, really, you know, it's just so well spread out like that.
1: Yeah. Huh. Um. Another thing too that I'm going to throw out there is what was it like two years ago we saw a picture on instagram of chris pratt i know with oblivion song in the background and i think it was being shopped around and i'm not saying it's completely dead in the water maybe he's ed
2: yeah maybe he's ed that. but you know what that It'd just be. goes to show that like maybe they were maybe brothers? they brothers no maybe they were shopping around for two years and yeah. it didn't work out with chris pratt and then Definitely. it didn't work out with so-and-so and then it didn't work out with so-and-so you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is I how mean, these things work, which is why they don't announce that Chris Pratt is is exactly. is, is attached. Right. You know?
0: Yeah, I would like to think that Chris Pratt is like Ed. Like he then I mean, again he would be a better he would be a better fit for Ed.
2: Then again, what else did this director do? Tomorrow War. Just put, just putting it yeah. out there. Just putting it out I there. I think,
1: I think, and you got Jake. <laughs> you got Jake Gyllenhaal attached to this movie. You can. That would much be a get great anybody, pair. To, anybody to mirror him? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can get. Yeah. You can get a high caliber actor to to be on the other Oof. side of him. So it'd be
2: cool, man. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this. Can you? Like, can you imagine? Like, I mean, obviously, it's going to be Oblivion song before Invincible, but both those movies, whether or not we can make it to to the official premiere, but like, what it's going to be like going to see these movies, at at. at you know, at a premiere or in a theater, just like it's gonna feel yeah. weird. It's it's obviously we had something similar earlier this year with the Invincible animated series. Like it's happening, yeah. it's here. But like, man, it's because we've been so close to this since the beginning.
1: Yeah, man, so crazy. What was that? Did you just crack your knuckles? Me? Yeah. No, that's the chair. That's the chair or something? Yeah, the oh, chair made sounded, a noise. Yeah. Okay, it sounded like your your knuckles or something. All right. Well. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal attached. Super exciting. Best news that we've gotten in a very long time regarding Oblivion Song. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's exciting. Just in time to
2: to hype up the end. Exactly. Yep. All right. Speaking of speaking of
1: issue thirty three. What did you guys
2: think of the cover?
0: I thought it was alright. It was cool. I mean, I
2: love the. Pers- yeah. I I really like the perspective on it. It looks like we are, um, Lord Halak. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, Great Kurag. The Great, no, great Kurag. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're we're him in this. No, no, it's not. Interesting. It's,
0: it's not him. It's the mm-hmm. other. Yeah. It's Lord it's Halak. The other, yes. It's the other. Yeah. Lord Halak. And TJ, I, didn't you did you call that last time? Didn't you say? And we like argued it. Like he wasn't there. He wouldn't. No. We we, uh, we did talk about, about where he was we, And whether or
2: not t- he, yeah. yes. he was going to be we, involved we talked anymore.
0: About, And right. here he is on the cover
2: mm-hmm. I think I assumed he wasn't involved anymore Like that he had failed And that that, that, that was just a, a, a separate faction Which right. it kind of was And I'm really happy with the way it, it, it tied into this Overall mm. before we dive in Overall impressions I loved this <laughs> you sound so I, disappointed I, I, that you loved it. <laughs> I, I loved
1: it. I like. I thought it was. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it that I'm not going to say within the. Yeah. You know, as as we go over it, but I mean, there were so many like good moments with multiple characters. There's so many. There's uh like Bridget had a great moment. Nathan had a great moment. We got. Such duncan and exciting great... yeah duncan yeah like duncan had a great moment and it, it felt it, like it, 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 it happened what happened with him was kind of what we've been waiting for for since like the beginning of the series we yeah. got it yeah um and uh, what else was i gonna say i don't know
2: it's just yeah we'll talk about I mean, it everything great everything was great i felt like it was the um uh natural progression of what last episode or last episode what last issue served us which was um one of the things that you know why I wasn't too crazy about last issue was cuz it felt like just kind of like a uh you know a a, a stepping stone to this issue to this exactly. moment so it it, it it was a tra- it was like it just it was a setup yeah it was a setup issue for for what we got in this issue um so obviously really really liked that so you ready to dive into issue thirty-three? Let's, Let's do it.
3: Previously on Oblivion Song,
2: Delam's betrayal of Ed was in reality her best chance at sneaking Heather in to get an, an audience with the Grand Kurag. Meanwhile, Duncan and Bridget determined that in order to find a solution to the growth, they have to head to Oblivion, just as Nathan infiltrated his first Cuthal facility and reversed the Los Angeles transference. As soon as the Grand Kurag learns of this attack. His peace talks with Heather and Delam grind to a halt, and he calls for their execution.
0: Ooh. I have a question. Yes, Bill. Delam's betrayal of Ed
2: was in reality her
0: best chance? Yeah.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. That's what threw me off. <laughs> in, in one of girl? my one of my one of my attempts. Um I think they're I want to say they previously have only ever referred to them as they, so I don't think they've ever attached a pronoun to them. So I'm not sure if that is the first time we've referred to Delam as her. Are we agreeing that that? I what's thought it was right? a typo in ref- in referencing it was Heather's um, right. thing, but it's not in the right place. So maybe it is referring to Delam as a her. Not sure. Um, I would love. To just pick one of these random previously-ons from the last like, I don't know, twelve issues of the series, and just surprise Robert Kirkman with one of them on the podcast and be like, read this and see if he yeah. can do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because it I is really not easy. Know. It's not yeah. easy. Those are a lot of words. Those are a lot of tricky words, sir.
1: Julam and the Kurag, uh the De- yeah. cool. Dulam transference <laughs> cathol
2: grand curag.
0: Yeah. much uh okay but it's made
1: for some interesting
0: entertainment Mm -hmm. absolutely we should have just a blooper reel and it would be an entire episode just
2: us trying to read them just that
0: yeah uh this first page in my opinion totally redeemed what i hated about the ending of last issue
2: It's yes it redeemed it but at the same time this is what we knew and expected and wanted to happen so it was like yeah no shit so I'm glad that it was only that it was done in two pages, that it was like, well, get it out. Like, And it was yeah. so smart. And too. it's still good. It's still good. And that's the thing, because Heather was the best part of last issue. Yeah. And so, like, for her to continue that in this issue and to, like, nail it home the way we wanted it to be. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. sorry but I hijacked. No, like I just
0: I, I just I just thought that she wasn't gonna get she wasn't they were just gonna like throw her in prison or something like that but the fact that she was like yeah dude we're like at war are you stupid like yeah' call, called them out on it it was it was a really great reaction for her to have believable even yeah yeah
1: she's like y- you're gonna execute us why because we betrayed you tricked you we did no such thing I've been uh I have proposed that we are to become allies, become allies. I never said we yeah. already were That's so smart. That's great. Yeah. It's, oh man. And then she like starts kind of fucking going off on him and she's like screaming at him, like her face, she's like screaming. And she's like, I'm hoping now you see that you might not be as superior as you originally conceived. If you're smart, if you're smart that you will make,
2: yeah i know uh, that, that was hard that was hard to you, read
1: yeah it was if you're smart that will make you more interested in working together to
2: create peace and, and will, he just like stares at her i will say that the her face and especially the first two panels of this issue and then you know karag on the on the second page these two pages were some of my favorite art in this entire issue I really yeah, liked I like from the, from face. from Lorenzo, yeah, Lorenzo and uh, and Elisa, like they they really nailed it on them. And then later, with uh, the some shots of the Great Kurag, I mean they they absolutely nailed it again. I think this scene kind of stole this issue mm-hmm, for sure. or this this oh, yeah. this uh, whatever you call it, this plot.
1: Yep. So he just kind of like stares at her, and she's like, "Well, we're still not executed. So are you going to listen to us? Like, what are you doing?" And um uh he's like are all earth people this loud and he's, she's like only when we need
2: to be <clears throat> so uh, so we're back to nathan after he shuts down the device um you know he gets confirmation that it works destroys it um looks over at some other uh, faceless men says sorry about the mess um and then teleports this is in la yeah teleports back to um our version of la where there are still some uh creatures around uh, he teleports right in front of one, and some really cool action here, and some nice, um, you know, choreography as he, um, funts it. I like the word "funt," you know. I it, do, not right? you guys? I'm gonna say that. Funt, funt. Um, he he, you know, shoots the dart right onto its tongue, kind of thing, um, as its mouth is open. Leaps up just in time to avoid being eaten as it uh, teleports away.
0: So yeah, very cool, and lands in front of Marco's little crew there mm-hmm
1: yep marco comes yeah. over and basically says you know we're kind of trying to clean up the mess that so we're there's still a lot of um you know monsters or aliens you know around that we're trying to to send back
2: yeah and he, he, this... he said he wants to go back to uh he's basically going to find his Gozon, his legion
0: right so the next the next scene we get uh, there is a Gozon warrior about to kill a faceless man that is down on the ground and nathan stops him and says, the, this war is over, the battle's won, we don't need to kill them anymore. And, and so he sends them back, and this faceless man- Yeah, he sends them back to Oblivion, and the faceless man says, the Gozon Legion are made to follow, but then he says, but you, Nathan Cole, are someone that we would choose to follow, because instead of just being ruthless in battle, like, Nathan is very compassionate and saved one of his enemies. So I, it's like, I it, like, shows a little, it shows a little bit of um, individual like thought to this this it's, clan.
1: It's very Daenerys Targaryen, too. I I, thought I got that kind of vibe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I the the thing I like most about this is that this is very much Nathan's character since the beginning. Since the beginning, he <clears> never <throat> liked to kill the monsters when he was in Oblivion. Even when they were attacking him, he would always try to avoid killing them. Uh, and I remember like Keith like kind of challenging him on that. And he's like, Hey, we're in their world. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and I love that. He's like, even, even with, um, with these creatures or the faceless men that have a sentience and are smart, he still doesn't even want to kill them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's, there's just no point. There's no point in doing it now. Yeah. Not anymore. Anyways.
2: So, and his, the, I love that. The, that panel of his reaction is also one of my favorite panels mm-hmm. in this issue. Yeah. Um, might be my least favorite page here um again this general guy just really annoys me i think that's just I just about don't all. like general general harkin but not even that this yeah. guy's even worse oh is this no this is harkin ward is yeah i, I don't mind Ward-ish, ward anymore but... we used to hate ward but maybe it's just generals in general <laughs> so anyways general, this guy's like this guy just yeah this guy just freaks out on ward and he's like yelling at him he's like what did you do and then Ward's like, hey, you knew I was doing this. Why are you getting mad? Because my team did a good job. And he's like, oh, no, no, sorry. I I was just going to ask you for more help because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just a little wound up right now. It's like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I think he's... And then Ward's like,
2: apology accepted, old friend. He's like the,
1: I think because he's not Ward's boss, but like a higher ranking than Ward and Ward's team is like fixing everything and he didn't, he's not doing shit. So he's like coming in trying to say like, why are your people sending yeah. them back to oblivion? Why are, well, I got t- feet on the ground like they're and they're not doing anything. And he's like, dude, like chill the fuck out. We got, we got it taken care of. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, all right, you have your people in LA. Where
2: do you want to send them to Hong Kong or Paris? Yep. All right. And now the, we've got this other team. This is the team of, um, of Bridget, Duncan, uh, Ed and Maria. Mhm. Yep. That, is that Maria? Mm,
0: is it Maria? Because it would be really awkward if it was her with Ed.
2: Shoot. I do oh, not. I feel bad remember now. Remember, if the fourth person is Maria. I'm pretty Maria. sure. Pretty I think sure it is because yeah. didn't her son show up yeah. like wanting to help? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yep. Okay. Um yep. But yes, again, we all probably agree this is might be the best one of the best pages or the best. Sequence of events right here with Duncan. We're just
1: gonna keep saying that throughout the issue. This is like the best scene. This is the best art. (laughs) This whole this whole issue is so well rounded. It
2: really is. It really is. But this, like you said at the beginning today, like this is uh, Duncan and his shoes and him going back to Oblivion and the the Oblivion song. Like, are all things that were. Almost positive. Issue one things that have been on yes. the back of our mind, like they're a yeah. freaking spaghetti monster. So we've been waiting for this, and so getting this. I just want to, I and- just want
1: to reread it before we before we bring it up. Uh, so Ryan, from issue one, Duncan was talking about his time in Oblivion, and he says the sounds when nothing was going on. The few times w- there wasn't a monster chasing us in the quiet moments, the breeze the creatures in the distance, insects, it all came together like it sounded like nothing I'd ever heard before. It was like music. And then uh, Nathan looks at him and smiles and says, I call it the Oblivion song. Yeah. know, I, <clears throat> I always loved how he told that the writing of that. I also so I just wanted
2: to bring it up again. Yeah, I really, really love him breaking the shoelace. Or the shooter's yeah, that, breaking. If that isn't, oh if that my isn't God. foreshadowing, yeah. I don't so know and then what his is. and then his face, like that pause. So and what I like most about it is because yes, it does kind of feel like an ominous foreshadowing, but I don't quite know of what, because it could really mean a few different him things. Breaking off and staying just, in oblivion, yeah. Or him dying. Cutting ties. You know uh, what I mean? Like yeah. it, it it him so, dying, like it it could mean anything. It doesn't spoil anything, but it's so poignant. You know, like there are people out there that might not remember or might not get what that is because it's been so long and they don't do a podcast about it. Like, but it's such a great moment. I love it.
0: So this is one perfect example of why I love reading digital (laughs) and why I love reading panel to panel because this entire page is the, it shows, um, them walking over the fence, them in oblivion or that like desolate part of earth where oblivion died. The next panel is Duncan. The, uh, the girl saying, you sure you can do this Duncan? And he's looking down. Mm -hmm. And that for me was one hole. Yeah. Like I couldn't see the next panel and I'm like, Oh my God, his shoes, his shoes, his shoes. And (laughs) It was like, I have to, and he's got his fucking shoe. And then the next panel for me was the shoelace snapping. So it was very like dramatic, cinematic, Yeah, it was racing back. Like, I was literally talking to myself, like, the shoes, the shoes. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then when the shoe, like, broke, I was like, oh, no. Like, yeah. read it digitally if you – I literally (laughs) –
1: Bill, Bill, I was going to make the same comment about how this is why I like reading it panel to panel and like this, but for a different part of the issue, and we'll get to that. Mm. I'll let you know. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I love this. It shows all four – it shows all four of them, and he's like, all right, let's go. And then they – fashash into
2: oblivion <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: it's f- it it's fash
2: it's fash that's what he fash. said
0: yeah fash
2: <laughs>
1: like uh, and then we get maria who like looks up and i was like wow nope bridget bridget sorry bridget um and duncan looks in looks up you can kind of it it does a, a close up on a his single ear. panel of his ear, and he just looks up and says, "Huh, Oblivion Song." Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. He said it. He said the thing. He did
2: it. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, and then Bridget has the moment where she pauses to listen to it and calls it remarkable, um, and then they see a uh, a faceless man. She says that
1: the, she says the descriptions really don't do it justice. It's mm-hmm. remarkable. I love that because you kind of forget that like, she's never been in Oblivion before.
2: Yeah. Now, remind me. Why is Call here? Was this part of the plan?
1: I think they went to go see him, yes.
2: Because oh, so... They, they went
1: in there. Okay, so, so just to bring it back okay. for people who may have forgotten. Because um, I did. Bridget and Duncan were working on the science behind the growth. That's and right. then they realized, like, we've added so much yep, to this. Yep, and then Bridget that. was like maybe taking it out of Oblivion is what is, is fixing it. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to go back into Oblivion to figure out what what factor of Oblivion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, is... Yeah, so that's why they went to Gakal.
2: How do they know he's where is? It. I mean, that was that,
0: the Nathan question. Could have, of all Nathan the places could have they,
1: them, They're in contact with Nathan, right?
0: Yeah, but of all the... But he, I mean, it seemed like Nathan and Gakal were, like, deep, deep, deep in... Which growth. is fine, which like, is
2: fine. They could have ported there. I just didn't remember if there was a, a line or something that I, I forgot about where they knew that intentionally that they were going there. And I could totally headcanon that Nathan told him where to go. That's fine. I just didn't know if we were supposed to know that that's where it was. Because the first time I read through this, I was like, well, that's a coincidence. Because it was that moment of like, why is why is Ed walking out there to a random face? And said, hey, are you are you that guy? Oh, yeah, I am that guy. Like, that's what it felt like to me. And I was like, all right, this is weird.
1: <laughs> I, I took it as, like, like if if Nathan didn't have regular, you know, weren't in communication to, with him at, at all, I would have said the same thing. But they, they do have communication. Like, literally, all they had to do was walk out of that room after being like, hey, we have to go out back to Oblivion. And yeah. get on a walkie or a, or a yeah. phone and be like, yo, where should we go on Earth to teleport into where Gakal would be?
2: Yeah, which is why it's so it feels very obvious that it – actually did happen in the comic and i just forgot about it but i don't know we'll see no either way it's not a big deal um and so he's like yeah are you to call and he's like i are you nathan's brother ed and is that is that maria behind you i heard all about maria um maria that you girl it does seem very much like there was a moment
0: where where we had stayed up all night and we were sitting in. i think what i think it was a tim
2: hortons right yeah, parking yeah, we had and... done like we had done an all-nighter. I think we were playing, man, can you remember uh, Gears of War? I think yeah. we were playing Gears of War 2 or something when it had yep. come out and we did an all-nighter, stayed up all night. And then the next morning uh, we had to bring someone to the airport. So that was part of the reason we did the all-nighter and we had to wake up early anyway. So stayed up with the person, brought them to the airport um, and either on the way to or on the way back from the airport uh we went to a tim hortons a local coffee shop and uh we were like dead tired like you we looked like zombies and we just like stumbled out the front door and then like suddenly the the clouds parted and the light shone down on a you know mini cooper with a giant red bull on the back uh, like the size of the entire car and they squealed up and you know these Two young girls hopped out and was like hey guys you want a red bull and bill was like do we <laughs> and they gave us red bull and then they drove yeah. into the clouds and then they,
0: and they drove off, like
2: no Whoa, lies they, that happened didn't they,
1: ask you, didn't they ask for directions or something yeah they were looking for the yeah, local
2: community college <laughs> yeah. 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 are you are you angels it was fun why, why did we bring up this story? Because uh,
0: because the call looking <laughs> over his shoulder would be like, hey, are you Nathan's brother? He's like, am, am I? I <laughs> sure am, partner. <laughs>
3: so,
1: so, yeah. All right. So now we get uh, Nathan, who's um, on one of the um, Kuthal ships flying to their next destination. Do we know if they're going to Hong Kong or Paris?
2: That is Do we a know which one they're question. going to? Because I... Don't think that they slipping ahead. Um, we got okay. We got Marco in Paris because there's the Arc de Triomphe. Does that mean that Nathan went to Hong Kong? That, no, I think split? they I think they went together. Okay, to, because because yeah, because probably. Marco's like, hey, uh, you're gonna get this done quicker, right? Flip reverse this. All
1: right. Uh, so they're on the ship and and uh, they're all lined up and Nathan is at the end and he basically is like. What are you guys gonna do after this? Like after the war, are you gonna where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? And they're saying, We'll go wherever you command us to go. We follow you. And he's like, Oh, well, he's like commanded, he's like, not by me. After this war is over, I'll release you from your duty to me. And he's like, Explain the word release to
2: me.
0: Yeah. One one of the one of the faceless men says, explain release.
2: Yeah. Uh, again. Release is... me. Release. <laughs> Yeah, it was more whispery, right? Uh yeah. I, again, this is all in, Independence Day. This is all in English. So it makes even more sense. Like at first it was like like we don't have a concept for release. No, it was more like yeah. what is the word release in English? Like explain yeah. this further to me. I like that. I like, I like how it ends on that and we don't really mm-hmm. get to see the resolution of that yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we are back with uh Bridget, or I'm sorry, Heather who was talking to uh the great lord um, Kirag the grand, great, the, Keurig. Great Keurig. the great, the great, great, great the great Kirag, the great, the great the
0: grand, great Grachi Chahi, the great, the grand, it's Chahi's birthday <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> All dogs go to heaven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, All right, so what do you propose, human? And she says, You have a scientist, Gakal, working to solve the spread of the growth. We know this and I'm urging you, like, let us work with him, you know, let our scientists work with him and we can come up with a solution and bring peace between the two of us. And he's like, you know, of Gakal? And then Nanul behind her goes, be careful. And she's like, don't worry about what we In know. English, which is cool. Yeah. You, yeah. He, he, he says, careful yeah, yeah. in English. And then she says and her face right uh, there. <laughs> You need yeah. You need not to worry about what we know uh, or do not know. If we are not if if, if, if we're, we we're allies, yeah. you wouldn't need to worry about it. Um, and he says, I will consider consider your proposal. Take them away. And she's like, So are we prisoners? And he's like, Yeah, we always were prisoners, but we're we're alive. So you know, kind of count your blessings. Mm-hmm. Love this. Uh, love these panels. And this is what you were talking about earlier, Dude. right? Like uh, the just this one panel with no dialogue of of the great Kirag, just like standing there and this is the part Bill where I am happy that we go just by panel by panel because you see this Mm -hmm. panel of the grand the great Kirag, you go to the next panel and all of a sudden the room is filled with all the you know um ribbons or whatever the ribbons uh and you just see dialogue that goes down but you don't see who from and it says why have you granted me audience grand Kirag? have I not disgraced you he's basically saying like I've disappointed you why am i here like you you Mm -hmm. hate me you know what i mean and the return of lord halak that we have not seen since issue 24 Mm -hmm. and he says step forward lord halak i offer you redemption and he says uh lord halak says say it
2: huh you have but to say it
1: yeah and he says uh reserve your enthusiasm until i've named your target Uh, I
2: disregard
1: the disgrace goes on on.
2: Kekal has been working for us in secret. Uh, Go find out what he knows uh, because humans know what he's doing. And, um, you know, I I believe he's he's working with them. Yeah, he's betrayed us. So I want you to go find out if he was if if he betrayed us or not. Um, And uh, Lord Halak's like, whether he betrayed you or not, uh, it conflicting with Kekal would most likely lead to our death. And the uh, Grand Crog's like, Well, is that not worth uh, your redemption? Is your life not worth, you know, the possibility of death? And he's like, no, 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 it is. It is <laughs> I like I I like I like too that because we, we never heard anything
1: about Gakal being kind of a badass, but apparently he fucking is. You know I also I mean?
2: we I also didn't think we know how smart he is. I also didn't know Gakal was allied with them i guess he was and we know that he betrayed didn't we like he 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 kind of went he kind of went awol right yeah he He,
0: he did yeah he went awol
2: yeah okay but we know that and great kurag doesn't does not right
0: that he went awol yeah
2: he just knows he's out there working on this and he might have gone awol got it yeah yeah. So we already know how this is going to play out, which makes it even more well, dire. Ed
0: and, Ed and everyone are there yeah. with him. Yeah. So. so it's
2: not like he can like hide, hide, and like talk himself out of it. Like, yeah. Unless that is what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he wants to find us. He's going to give him the. Uh, I'll direct you to Gakal's secret lab. Uh, you get answers. Um, I will know if he has betrayed, and you will know if he's betrayed us. Uh, he's like. Uh, guard will attempt to end his life you may even succeed and he says yes
2: yeah and then we are back at Paris now with um, um, Marco fighting alongside some of the soldiers there are no reinforcements coming so he yells to Nate like hey since you guys uh, took out Los Angeles already this should be pretty much the same thing that means you could do this faster right like it should be quicker right and Nate's like yeah I'm almost in should be a breeze now that I know what I'm doing and he's like M- Marco's like they hey. lost
1: communication though because Marco's like Nathan, Nathan, you cut out. You still there, there, yeah. Nathan? And Nathan's like Marco, if you can still hear me,
2: uh, I take that back. What I said. This is gonna about it being faster. It was kind of fool of mm-hmm. us to think that this would work a second time, and it's the doors opening up to reveal a, a, a whole army of faceless men staring at. And him.
1: I thought, I thought for sure, the page was going to going to expand, and it was going to be the letters column. I thought that was the end of the issue.
2: Yeah, it did seem like a final page. Um, yeah, and so... I would have been happy with that. So, uh, behind him are the uh Cuthal, The Gozon? The Gozon, right? Like, I mean, you, yeah. you don't see them behind them, but they're there, right? That's that, they're, they're there, right? <laughs> or or no. Are those Gozon? Because no, Gozon are no, red the, and black. No, I'm saying helping,
1: like... The, oh, The are Gozon they? are
0: actually helping fight... Uh, Marco, yeah, they're on the front lines. Like you can see, there's some dead around them. Oh, okay. I was wondering oh, Ryan, where they were.
1: Ryan, Ryan, you're yeah. not asking. You're asking. No, I'm what
2: saying is what not is, not is going to picture. happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm asking okay. how he's okay. going to get out of this situation. And uh, I,
0: teleport? <laughs> Couldn't he just yeah, teleport out real quick? He could and be like, all right, so this is where it's at. How can I get behind him? But um, but the whole I, ship. I, I, I'm but,
2: assuming the whole like thing that he needs to do is surrounded by them now. So, like, the whole thing has to go down.
0: Yeah. And he's in he's in a big, tall spire, right?
2: Yeah. Or so at, at least could, this is the base of the spire. I don't know.
0: That, oh, yeah, it's the base because there's ground around it and stuff. He can easily teleport, like, decide to, maybe he he's like, oh, I need to be up a little bit so he'll climb a tree or a building and then teleport back and it'll be on the second floor.
1: Hmm. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I think there's going to be a
2: conversation here. Do you think that um do you think that uh Lord Halak, Grand Kurag, Grand Kurag is going to um uh, have him stand down? Yeah. Something like that.
1: I don't think there's going to be like this big fight. I don't think that Nathan's going to run. I don't think it's going to come down to that.
0: I think it's going to be think, a big action scene. I, I think, think it's an not for that.
1: Well, I guess I guess I'll say this. I think that Nathan is going to make a speech to this to this group of people, but it may not work. And then maybe lead to an action scene, but there's going to be some kind of dialogue conversation before there's, you know, any kind of conflict.
2: Mm. That's my, prediction. let's finish up the um, issue. Cause now we're getting into predictions of like mm-hmm. what, what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the end, the final three. <clears throat> so, um, we see Gakal lead, um, the crew back to his house. Uh, Nanool shows up. He's super excited to see, uh, um ed and 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 duncan and bridget and all the people he knew about because they're there and they're there and... no but he does know ned ed right he does recognize or no he he, he asks this is my classroom. yeah do you know nathan and he says yeah i'm your brother you're ed so great to meet you i just thought that was funny yeah uh, that was really cute i'm sure he misses you too um you know and then uh Kakul says, let's get to work before it's too late. And Duncan says, um, are these friends of yours? And then the final splash page is the ship with Lord Halak uh walking towards them with all his his cape behind him. Uh and Kakal says, I'm sorry to say they most certainly are not. Bum bum bum. Dun dun dun.
1: Yeah. I love this issue. Thought it was great.
0: So yeah. how many how many issues are do we have
1: there four? Are only, more? So there are now only three issues three left. Three issues. Till the end.
2: Yep. And if you skim through the letters column at all, they are they're saying that things are about to get pretty dire. And very, yep. very hard to read because of where it's headed. War oh, Rage shoot. Is on I and, didn't look at
1: thirty four cover. War rage is on and things get worse, then better, then even worse. It's going to be a wild ride to the final issue. I'm so excited and sad. Excited? Excited. See you soon. Robert Kirkman. Yeah. There it is. I love the next cover. I love that cover.
2: That's sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. It looks like a painting.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say who did the cover. It definitely, I guess it looks like Lorenzo's. It's just the coloring looks.
1: Mm hmm Yeah. He does the coloring, too.
2: TJ, have wow. you seen the the cover to the final
1: issue? I I'm picturing a cover that I've seen, but I don't. I think it's thirty five, not thirty six. Are you looking at it?
2: No, I was just wondering because oh. I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, either. I don't
1: know. I don't know if it's out yet. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the final one.
3: Cool.
2: Uh, yeah. so the the next on. Yeah, just a snapshot of where each location's at. Uh, Paris in Oblivion, Paris outside of Oblivion, and then Hong Kong in Oblivion.
0: <clears throat> oh, showing where Paris. they're
2: at. I just oh. looked at the cover
0: for 35. Did you see it? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't. Oh my God. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it.
2: it. Holy shit. Yeah. It looks
0: Brian, nice. Ryan, you should you should look at it. It's like, it, it's my favorite cover. Don't,
2: don't look at, try not to look at 36 yet don't look at thirty six it's the last cover
0: 30, it's not out yet okay cool i googled it first. it's your,
2: so you're saying it's your favorite cover dude it's insane all right I'm if looking.
0: if this is if it's if it's any indication as to what that issue is going
2: to be oh shit it's oh oh shit huh interesting yeah oh yeah we'll see. Now we'll we can't see. talk about it. No, no. People know if they, if they look it up, they'll know why we have the re- reaction we have. So <clears throat> I'm not sure where this is going to go guys. I really don't know. And I like that. I like that. I really can't predict. I mean, I don't know what Halak's going to do. Um, he's going to have his like armored guards with him. Um, I, I'm not guys, sure. What's that TJ? Uh, No, I'm sorry. I'm my mic wasn't working. I just wanted
1: to test it and now it's working. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh yeah,
2: I agree. I like I, not I like not knowing. I'm very excited for next month. Do we have a date on the back of the issue?
1: Uh, September
2: 22nd.
3: Mhm.
1: All right. So uh, Less than a month. I
0: we kind of talked about, I know I talked about that I feel like it could end with like kind of a, a, a synergy like they kind of Live together or exist together peacefully, as in there's no war, there's no kind of bad feelings. Um, but with how this ended, knowing that they're trying to, what this scientific group is trying to do is cure the growth, and even if they're working with the humans, that thought alone is something that the Grand Chahi doesn't want to be done. Like he doesn't, he doesn't care about <laughs> curing the growth. He still wants to.
2: Yeah. So like that was humans. so he seems more upset about the potential that um, Gakal worked with humans than he does about the potential peace. Like they like. Right. He was cool with everything Heather said until she said that.
0: That's why I'm saying I feel like it could actually be maybe a bad ending. Yeah. Or
2: I
1: was saying this before.
2: I I
0: think it's yeah. definitely think a all, possibility. I think we've all not kind of bad, agreed that it's, it's, it's not going
2: like to be a very like it. it's not going to be a very happy ending. Right.
0: Ah, man. I, I, I feel like that's just so. How can you end something like this? Know. That's so finite. It's not like it's the end of an arc that's ending unhappily. Yeah. Or tragically, I should say. It's the end of your entire story. So. Hmm. Yeah. Could it be the end of the world? Could it actually be?
2: As we know it. Uh, And then maybe humanity lives in oblivion?
1: Yeah, that's what we've kind of been saying that we that we just do like a swap. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it like there it, it, the way it's going and it can absolutely change is there wouldn't be a need for that because if they can solve the growth, which they're it seems like they're narrowing it down to what the issue could be. Yeah,
2: um, if they can solve the growth. Then... It definitely seems like they're going to solve the growth. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then it's a matter of whether or not it's, it's in time. Yeah. So Indeed. We'll see. We'll like see. There could
0: be a 25 year future jump where they finally cure the growth.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or well, maybe
0: they don't. Maybe they never. Wouldn't that be nuts if they just never do? Yeah. If the, the growth just overtakes oblivion and then everyone has to just live on Earth. Hmm. But they war forever? Crazy. But it's
1: peace. There's peace, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. So, yeah. uh, let's get to some emails. Ryan, you have one? I do. So this was actually sent to us uh, a few weeks ago. And so it was before this issue came out. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was...
2: This is from Bud Cobb. It's titled Prepping for the Finale. Fire name. Fire name. Bud Cobb. Bud Cobb. Hello, Oblivion Song podcast team. I found the show this week, and with only four issues left, I wanted to refresh myself on the entire story, and listening to y'all just makes me want to grab all the trades and lock myself into a weekend and dive back in lock myself in for a weekend and dive back into oblivion i knew of kirkman from walking dead obviously and just so happened to listen to his interview with hardwick on the hardwick the week oblivion song one came out and it opened the floodgates for me oblivion song has been so great and i'm so sad to see it go but it's been awesome to listen to a great team like y'all dissecting critiquing and praising a story i've loved for the last three years all that said i was curious if you all have a ranking of your favorite covers there was a run from number 7 to 23 that every cover was better than the previous. For me, number 15 is top notch. Thanks for the show. Damn. Oh no. Top, Do we have time for this? <laughs> oh, my yeah, favorite honestly, cover,
0: like... my favorite cover is issue 35.
2: Yeah, let's just let's just maybe shout out a few. Uh,
1: so, okay. So first of all, I don't know if I can mention... rank right now. I, we have to mention issues 1, uh, one, thirteen, and 25 just being the same. Just being like, that, yes. Uh, yeah, just being like the callback covers are amazing, just of uh, you know, uh, Nathan's back to mm-hmm. Oblivion or, or, you know. Um, Jesus, I yeah. I think I, as, as, more, as difficult as it is, I think I have a favorite as difficult as it is. And I almost don't even want to say it because it, it pains me because there's so many other good ones. Dude, 8 to But eight... I've just always I've always loved issue 8. Eight Just to, Nathan eight, on the waterfall yeah man 8 to 21 waterfall
2: yeah 8 9 uh 12 with the lightning 11 um, yeah they they all 14 through one. the uh through the face of a faceless man oh my god 16 the coloring of the the, the 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 like spark of yellow of the teleportation with all the monsters behind 17 the black as as ed falls into the darkness 19 the red of 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 uh De the cool issue those are those are among my favorites was the
1: first was the cover that i saw where i like gasped yeah
2: 29 because, is
1: crazy oh my gosh oliver stop um 29 is is uh De cool and the entire army behind behind him like invading earth
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the colors on it just oh my gosh like oblivion song has some of the best covers just ever
2: yeah eight, incredible eight it's too nine impossible. twelve Fourteen, sixteen, seventeen, nineteen. There you go. I don't know how I would rank those. That would be tough. I would have to really think about it. But yeah, I agree. Some of the best covers out there. Very excited to see what the final issue looks like. And I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yep. seriously. Wonderful. We'll get um, some variants
1: to it too. Oh yeah, we. I bet we will. I bet it'll be double sized and all that stuff. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. Probably, double. Yeah. Robert He's, Kirkman loves that stuff. It's
0: yeah. got to be double sized.
1: All right. Uh, Bill, I believe you have one.
0: Yeah, I do. I have one from our friend Jared. Guys, thanks for the podcast, guys. Haven't written him before in time for the pod. Once upon a time, I read volume one and two of Oblivion Song and put it down for a, a time for, for whatever reason. Found your Invincible podcast uh, when the show came out, so I decided to give Oblivion Song another go, and it's been a ton of fun reading along with you. So many moments in this issue – Home run for me was the Gozon telling Nathan that he was a leader he would choose. Mm. That hit just right made me have all the feels for Nathan as he consistently tries to fight or save others, forsaking himself. Way to go, Nathan. So happy for the Gozon under Nathan, too. Seems like uh, all they've known is abusive leaders. How do you think the quote-unquote release for the Gozon is going to turn out? Could they just refuse or revert to following the Kirag? It's all about the song, am I right? I think the growth and the song are definitely connected. Who know? Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stop you there. Oh, so Jared, wow. Jared sent us an email last month too, but it was just just too late after it was after we recorded, and just to expand on that, he said, "I'm thinking the missing ingredient on Earth is the song, right? Not sure if it's environmental or a oh, product of no. the transference of the transference itself." Oh my in oblivion, but makes sense to me if the growth dies out since something, some, since something's missing, as Bridget had explained. Damn. Could it be related to the song? Damn. Now, I, the reason that's kind of the reason why earlier, I reread what Duncan had said because the song he said is basically all of the different sounds of oblivion coming together, and it kind of creates like a song, like a like music. So I don't know if it could be related to that, but I love that theory. I it's love such that, It's such a smart – and how did we not like – like I don't know. How did we not I'm think actually, that? It's brilliant. When I,
0: when I stumbled over that, it's I had like – You got to in. stop. Like, yeah. I, I was literally like, wait, how how haven't I fucking thought of this before? It's
1: called Oblivion Song. He's got to bring yeah. it back.
0: That's so he brilliant. says, I, I think the growth of the song are definitely connected. Who knows how? And Duncan will likely end up helping Gakal figure uh, the growth out. What do you all think? We just talked about it. The end is near. Excited to see how this thing wraps up. Thanks again, guys. Wow. Love Jared. Our love, hug kiss. <laughs> hug, kiss. You said all that. <laughs> said it all. Like a little stammer there. Yeah. Um.
2: Thanks, Jared. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's
0: great. Serious. I think that's really, really smart. Yeah, I'd love it. That's like, damn.
2: What's interesting is that doesn't even have to be said. I mean, like they're like like, like Duncan and Bridger are saying. They figured it out. It's just not working. They just need to be there, and then all of a sudden it works. It must be the song. Like there doesn't have to be like a scientific reason like it's it's everything about being there, whatever it is that makes up the the song itself. like I love that that's a, that's but so again, awesome. i just I just
1: kind of want to go back because as as Duncan said, the oblivion song is is just everything in oblivion just made up into one sound
2: coming together like Mm -hmm. creating one sound so which is something that they can't replicate correctly on earth
1: true but what basically what i'm getting at is if it's not that and it ends up being something else i'm fine with that because like it's still called oblivion song for a reason and it's still such a good reason of course i mean just to bring that together yeah so i yeah no i'm still down with it either
2: way but that is pretty poignant man that's pretty good yeah it's a it's a it's a
1: good it's a good theory so yeah, that is issue uh 33. Cannot wait for issue 34, 35. Oh man. Yep. Next 3 months is it's
2: it's, it's going
1: to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So it ends oh, in
2: yeah. the last issues in November? Yep. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So,
1: uh we can kind of move on past Oblivion and kind of get into uh what we've been up to lately. What have you been doing lately?
3: Good, you greatly.
1: So I finally just got a PS5. So I started playing. Oh, shit. uh, uh, So I haven't really played it much because, well, one thing I've been up to is I did just go to New Orleans. I got my PS5 the day before me and a friend of ours went to New Orleans. uh, And I came back and I played it for like a couple hours. And then like I had Fantasy Draft. I had obviously went back to work. Mm -hmm. I had recording this podcast.
2: And here we are. (laughs) I've
1: I've only had to I've only gotten to play a couple hours. And it's, you know, it's very good. I like spider-man because i'm starting with spider-man it's very good so far it just hasn't hit that moment yet that i know was coming like where it's like oh shit this is amazing but yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. very good so far Yep, yeah so i'm enjoying that um i'm completely caught up on ted lasso now so I'm in, i am i'm caught up on that and like man that.
2: the last couple episodes of ted lasso man there's st- still you still haven't caught, caught up? up no still.
0: i know oh. i have to get apple i know i know
2: it's so good. For,
0: for the record, I watched season one. And oh, yeah. I watched it before TJ did, and just for everyone who doesn't know. So the fact that he has seen all of it and I haven't is pretty yeah. tragic. Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of things that... Uh, you said you haven't seen any of season two, right? Not one episode. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of things uh, not all of us have seen, TJ has not watched What If yet. I am thoroughly enjoying Marvel What If and just this weird like like it's it's kind of breaking my brain that that like i of course i mean i'm a big fan of the mcu I, I really love what they've done with it um but just that we're at this stage where it's like we're getting official expanded universe like what if stories like and done in such a cool way um the animation's really cool and uh, getting a lot of returning voice actors and the stories that they're telling i've always loved the what if um, idea, and so like the fact that the MCU is so deep that you could do what if stories is just crazy to me. And and mm-hmm. they're and the first episode was good, the second and third were awesome, and I've, I'm i really enjoying this 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 show.
0: The second one was still out of the three my favorite. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I just I feel like it really pulled characters that were obscure that I didn't think would be in this. Yeah. And yeah. and like. Made them fresh. It's like the ultimate universe of Spider-Man. It's like you can read Spider-Man all over again because it's completely different, that's, but that's still the great, same. Yeah, that's a this great. This is comparison. how it feels. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's but it's amazing that you can. They're not just doing that with these Marvel characters. They're doing it with the MCU characters, like mm-hmm. that's how big the MCU is and how much you know breadth there is in that universe. It's crazy. I can't wait. Can't wait. We got the trailer for uh, Spider-Man. Uh, oh, that's- finally. Yeah, I mean, that's exciting, too. I mean, I I still
1: got to catch up on What If. I haven't started it. I mean, typically with Marvel shows, I wait for it all to be out, and then I just binge it. So mm-hmm. I know What If, you, you don't really need to do that because they're all separate anyways, but yeah. I might just wait. I don't know. But don't know. um, one and,
2: thing that we did talk about – go ahead. I was going to say, and they're so short. It's just kind of like a you know, pop it on while you're eating breakfast kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't feel short. They, they don't. Still feel no. like, it still feels like a nice – like story length kind of thing it doesn't feel like it's just a random thing
1: another thing that we we kind of talked about off air but uh that i completely watched the entire first season of morning show and just how incredible that is
3: yeah
1: um so if you haven't watched morning show definitely oh my gosh like it's it's what's the word stressful (laughs) yeah like the whole like toward the like it's the, you're watching the whole thing, and it's just like, this is good, this is good, this is good. Oh, holy shit, this is good. Holy shit, this is, like, fucking crazy. And then the finale is just nuts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check out the morning show. So when I went on the plane to New Orleans, I downloaded a movie to watch uh, on the plane ride down there. And it was The Impossible, which I don't know if it was <gasps> Tom Holland's
0: first movie, but
2: he it's was up there, very young. Yeah, he's um, very young. Um, TJ, TJ. I still haven't seen it
0: yes just please god tell me that you liked it as much as i did
1: so i'm on the plane and so if you don't know what the impossible is it's about like the biggest tsunami on record um hitting uh this i can't remember where it was but it it basically how it affects this um this family and it's a true story about how they get separated and they're looking for each other trying to get back in with trying to get back with each other um and i didn't under, I didn't expect it to be as sad as it was from fucking beginning to end with yes. like just constant sadness. Yeah. And I'm on a flight watching this movie, just like not holding good, back tears. Not a good, <laughs> that a
0: good plane movie. Not a good plane movie. But wow. yes, it was it was great. Me and me and Liz and Riker watched that movie, ironically. Um and I remember for most of the movie TJ there was always the choking like
2: you're choked back. up
0: that that's always there and then multiple times you'll just cry you'll just wow. let tears out it's just mm. it's and dude i didn't even know anything about it at all like wow yeah the thing the thing
1: it too is like there are things that happen in this movie where you're like what a weird coincidence. There's no way that that would actually happen, but that is the reason why it's called the impossible mm. because it is a true story and, the, and it did happen. You mm. know what I mean? So yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, another thing that I watched and I'm, I'm not real big on documentaries, but if you grew up in the nineties, you have to watch the orange years. It's a Nickelodeon documentary on how they got started and how they were like the first TV I program heard network that, that the t- the first tv network that um that uh was solely for kids and it just brings you back so much and like it makes you it reminds you of that feeling of wanting so badly to go to nickelodeon studios in orlando florida and it goes over all the best shows of the 90s and how they came into being all their challenges and and just it, it was so good and they interview people that were producers back then but they also interview like famous like uh what's her name from uh world of alex Mack and and uh what's his name uh drake is on it drake bell right drake, drake, drake bell is on it uh, they're interviewing him and it's like it's this whole long documentary and it's it's awesome it's so uh, keen what Thompson is it on? Is on what is it on uh i don't i don't i don't know what it's on i just downloaded it hmm. i think it's on anything you can probably get it anywhere
2: i have heard about oh, it i don't remember what it was on though hmm. yeah it was, it was cool. very, very good. Very, very
1: good. It really uh, brings me back. It's so nostalgic.
0: I guess the last thing I'll add for things that we've been doing is I got the uh, Ghost of Tsushima DLC, Iki oh, Island. Nice. Oh, God. What a good game. It's, yeah. it's It feels so good to get back to it. Yeah.
2: I'd like to play it eventually. Like I was I was talking to Bill before recording. I think that might be my winter game that I just sit down and play through. Um, the War for Wakanda expansion for Avengers was was a bunch of fun i'm still jumping on that every now and then um uh comic-book wise radiant black is obviously awesome consistent we, we've been, yeah we've been really enjoying that the, the latest issue was one of the best if not the best yet which is hard to say because we were in issue five so it's a little weird to say that but issue, issue seven is awesome it's so good um it I is. really liked a lot of the stuff that came out of skybound x i'm currently catching back up on ultra mega which is crazy Um, Are you? I didn't think you liked it enough to really, like, I have all four issues. Give it another shot. Reread issue one in preparation to, like, finally do it. And it's just crazy, man. Issue one is crazy. And I've got them all, so I'm going to read it. Uh, Really still enjoying The Walking Dead Deluxe 2 and all the little behind-the-scenes things that, you know, Kirkman talking about the writing process and everything in the back. um, As well as just reading what is, you know, like, my favorite era of the walking dead and like the prison and the lead up to woodbury and everything like it's just it's just so good i'm loving it um but yeah katie and i are a good way into season one of Shit's creek that's just hilarious loving it it just gets better and better i can't wait really so yeah that's that's about
1: it cool let's uh wrap it up with uh some pop culture news
2: A bank loan. So
1: yeah, the Spider Man No Way Home trailer just released uh not too long ago. Um and it kind of confirmed a lot of the rumors that were going on that it was going to be tied with the Sam Raimi spider-mans and potentially the um Andrew Garfield Spider Mans. Mm-hmm. Uh what'd you guys think of the trailer?
0: I have I don't remember being this excited about a trailer. I, I can't remember the last time. I guess not, not even like the Avengers movie made me feel this excited. That end, dude. Seeing, seeing, Doc Ock show yeah. up. I like literally, I can watch it as many times in a day, and I will get goosebumps from my from my fingertips all the way down to my toes wow. every time. Wow. And I feel like it's just, I feel like it's it's gonna it's that movie is going to affect us differently because that is we grew up like with that era of spider-man toby Maguire, like that we but it's, were what's the perfect interesting age. is we,
2: we also weren't little kids like there's people reacting to this online that like this was like their kids movie like those were like their grainy yeah, movies were like mean, oh we were like five seven years old when that movie came out
0: when did that come out in 2002
2: i think so yeah we were fif- like 15. Yeah, that's like the 14, year bro. Old. that's
0: like i'm allowed to go to the movies and see movies yeah. and i'm also kind of really liking comic we were books in high school right
1: now. <laughs> yeah We were like 14, 14, 15, yeah. Yeah. I remember, Ryan, you and I and my dad went Mm -hmm. and saw Spider-Man at Regal. We did.
2: We saw it in theater uh, Auditorium 12.
1: And it was at, at, like, immediately after school. It was like a 4 o'clock show, which Mm -hmm. never happened. And I think that's why I remember it. Yeah. I think uh, uh, the trailer
2: was was very good. It it didn't hit me the same way because it was very... I don't have that much of a a love for the Raimi movies. I mean, they're obviously a big deal. And, I mean, I, I enjoyed them at the time and everything. I I don't still love them. They're, you know, they're a little dated to me now. Um, but I still, you know, there's still a place in my heart for them. But otherwise, um, it was definitely more of a confirmation for me. So as we're watching it, instead of the, like, excitement of what's happening, it was more of a, okay, so they're doing it. Like, yep, mm-hmm. okay, so they're doing it. Okay, that, yep, okay. You know, it was that kind of thing. Um, I'm excited that Tom Holland is saying, like, I love that Tom Holland is saying like you guys don't even know yet. Like this is just this this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like that's what gets me more excited. Like what they're going to be doing um, with this now is just so cool. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: So like, uh, you guys have different perspectives about the Sam Raimi movies, but like Bill, you and I have always shared a deep. Deep love for the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies like we, you and I always talk about like how much we love we've loved them growing up like I still love them now so it is super exciting to see that they are doing it and doing it in the way that they are and I was like even excited to see Doc Ock come back or uh, what's his name um, the actor and look different and I like that because it's like it gets me more excited like oh shit like this is le- like legit they're doing this you know what I mean? And I, and even, um, uh, William Defoe, Willem Defoe, his voice sounds different a little bit. Like it doesn't sound as, you know what I mean? But like he's aged, you know what I mean? Like, and, and honestly, like that gets me even more excited about it because it's like, we're get we're getting to see them go back to go back to it years later. It's kind of like Michael Keaton is doing Batman again. That's so exciting. It's not going to be the same. And I like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to see what they're doing. Like Ryan said, uh, Tom Holland is saying that, that there's so much more that we just haven't seen, uh, which gets me excited. Um, yeah, I, and I, another thing that we always talk about, like I'm, I'm, not, I don't, like, I don't, I'm not a hater of the, of the Marvel Universe at all, but I've never like loved anything in the MCU. I've seen everything, but I've never like been overly, you know, and one thing that I always talk about is like, yeah, it's, it's good, it's just a lot of fan service. This movie, I want it. Give me all that fan service cuz that's what it's meant to be and that's what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. can mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. Um, are you guys aware that the Matrix 4 is coming out December 22nd? Yeah, yeah. I just saw
0: that. <laughs> Isn't it weed, that I
1: still weird that we don't think it's going to happen?
0: Uh, I, but dude, they, they wouldn't it, why would they give us a, the first release date now? Like
1: months the, beforehand
0: yeah the, the the movie has to be done they wouldn't no no dude it's and they weird. gave us
1: the name of of the movie which is matrix resurrection
0: yeah um which is like alien yeah. resurrection i'm not i'm not a huge
1: number 22nd like that's yeah. so close yeah
2: it's weird
0: yeah um i'm not a huge fan of the title i think it's a little too on the nose for me
2: Agreed. um and then the next one can be I revelations think...
0: I think it should have just been the matrix or matrix i don't think that it needed to be fancy it's fucking 18 years later like wasn't wasn't the third one called revelations
1: wasn't revolutions it, revolutions Oh, it was revolutions was it, it was
0: matrix matrix reloaded Ma- matrix revolutions and now this and one's resurrection matrix. and then there could be revelation and then re- i don't have another r word but did you read the synopsis of the trailer
2: no I didn't know there was I saw, one. I saw
0: di- – I
1: didn't read the yeah. synopsis, but I heard that it was just, like, a meeting between Neo and Trinity.
2: I don't want to know. We'll see. Uh,
0: that's not see. what I heard, so yeah, we'll see. probably neither one of them are right, TJ. Yeah, neither of them are <laughs> real.
2: <laughs> I heard
1: that they, they just showed a trailer at some, like, festival, movie festival, and it was just a C- kind C- of Cinema meeting Con. between
0: the two of them. CinemaCon. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've released a lot of stuff. So. Okay.
1: Uh, Is there anything else that you guys saw uh, video game-wise or movie-wise or anything-wise that you're excited for coming up?
0: I feel like there's a couple things coming out.
1: Um... It's exciting that we saw Dead Space coming back. I think we've all been big fans of that game, so it's Mm -hmm. cool Mm to bring that back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All Yeah, I don't think so. Next, the uh, next issue comes out uh, September 22nd, mm-hmm. and it is issue 34 out of 36. <laughs> so close to the end. So, our next episode should be on September 24th. So, can't wait for that. Um, it's good to be back after a, a kind of a delayed pause there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. It's good All stuff. Right. See everybody guys, in uh, one month. One month. Everybody have a good month. And,. Uh, I recommend rereading *Oblivion Song* if you haven't, because now's the time to do it. I gotta pick up hardcover 2. Reread. Yeah, yeah. Pick up hardcover too. All right, all right.
0: We'll so see you it's... next month. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.